Hey everyone, before we jump into uh, the new episode for today, uh, we'd like to just take a, a quick moment to honor and remember and uh, you know pay our respects to, to the, the late, great Chadwick Boseman. Uh, the whole movie and entertainment industry and I mean, the whole world, to be honest, definitely took a major loss. And I know that this loss will uh, definitely impact a lot of his fans. I know it's hit me and I'm, I'm still stunned by the news of his passing. You know, he portrayed some really iconic people during his career from Jackie Robinson to James Brown to Thurgood Marshall and and of course Black Panther. Uh, his presence, I think, on screen and in the real world will be insanely missed. Um, and uh, we ask you to join us in a, in a quick moment of silence for Chadwick. Thank you, and all hail King T'Challa. This is the Morning Mandela Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd culture. Thanks for joining us for another episode. My name is Carlos, and with me as always, my co-host, Danny and Juan. What's up? How you doing? Doing great, guys. How are you? Not too bad. Doing I, good. I heard you have some news for us, a little milestone we reached this week. Yeah, we got, we got a little bit of a milestone that we just hit. Um, we hit our 1,000 downloads uh, lifetime just this past weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it was on Saturday it might have hit us uh, where we just went over the thousand mark. Okay. Um, that is, I know if some of you listening, that may not sound impressive. Um, and that's because it's really not. <laughs> it's just like, you know, the, the bigger podcast, they probably get, you know, 10,000 downloads per episode. Yeah. <laughs> but and, maybe and Rogan, more than that. And Rogan probably gets like a thousand every minute. Yeah. Rogan gets like, I think he gets a few million per episode. So, <laughs> so that's, that's fine. But it's a big milestone for us. We did hit that, uh, that uh, 1,000 download mark. So it's kind of cool. So thanks for all of you that have been listening to us since the beginning. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yep. Thank you to all the loyal listeners. I, I know we have several loyal listeners that constantly listen to us. Yeah. So thanks. You guys really appreciate it. We all know you you uh, tune in just for Danny. He's the star of the show. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Danny's really preoccupied because he's, yeah, uh, he's, he's, re- he's researching his uh, his new computer build. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's multitasking. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm reading this article right now. That we're gonna get into. Him in. No, I, I man, it just when I built my PC, you should have seen me. I was I was in super research mode all the time, just like what case, what cooler, what everything. So I, I get it. <laughs> and that wasn't the, even that long ago for me. Yeah, it's part of the nerd culture, right? Absolutely, research to to you're dead, pretty much. Like like so, we talked about it last week, but my turntable finally came in. We were just mentioning how before I bought that thing, I had I was just so many YouTube videos of which one sounds best for the price and it was it took me a while before i finally said okay i'll buy this one yeah and, and part of the nerd culture though is you buy it and then you still question it right right and yeah because you did buy you, you are thinking about upgrading it as well yep. already right yep and that's why retailers hate me because i buy <laughs> multiple things to test them and then return so shame on you for having such a lenient <laughs> return policy <laughs> right but whatever <laughs> Anyway, uh, what do we got going on today? So we have uh, a little bit of a review on uh, Bill and Ted. So Bill and Ted Face the Music, which is the third installment of this franchise. It's been over 30 years since we had a Bill and Ted movie. And it did finally release this past weekend on Video On Demand. Um, So that's going to be pretty cool. Talk about that. Uh, We got some updates on the Apple versus Epic battle, ongoing battle. Um, Also, Amazon is uh, opening up some grocery stores now, which is kind of cool. But before we get into that, we got a quick... uh, uh, I guess correction from last week when we were talking about the DC fandom stuff and we talked about the Snyder cut trailer, there was one section where I said that uh, dark side looked like Corvus glaive. Cause he had like this hood on. Mm. Well, apparently that wasn't dark side at all. That was a totally different character. And his name is Desaad, And he is, it's even more cool that I saw it. By the way, this comes by, um, I don't know if you guys ever seen this YouTube channel called new rock stars. Yep. So uh, the main guy there, his name's Eric Voss. He mm-hmm. does a lot of like the trailer breakdowns and he gets like so in depth. Yeah, he gets real- and so he's the one that I, I watched his breakdown and he pointed out who that character actually was. And I did some research on him. So his name is Desaad. He is a minion of Darkseid. And uh, this guy's cool, man. He is uh, essentially like he has a reputation of being like a torturer. And if you look at his uh, power list, like his abilities, he's immortal. He's got superhuman strength. Uh, he's got telepathy powers, uh, energy absorption, he's got teleportation, and he's a brilliant inventor. 
which is probably why he's also a torturer. He probably like invents a lot of like weird contraptions or whatever. But to me, that's even more cool that now we have this other character that we weren't expecting to even be in there. And he's just one of like Darkseid's minions that does a lot of terrible things, apparently. And there was no sign of him in the, the original cut, right? Not at all. No. Yeah. Not even like any of the original trailers or anything yeah. like that. Nothing. It was, this is the first time we, so that's why when I saw him, I'm like, you know, what's up with Darkseid looking all skinny and he's got this hood on. It mm -hmm. wasn't Darkseid at all. It was just a totally different character. So, okay. so my fault for missing that, but also really cool. I didn't realize we were going to have this extra awesome character in here. That's going to be um, kind of like the way Corvus Glaive was to, yeah. um, not Corvus Glaive, um, uh, Ebony Maw. Ebony Maw was kind of um, uh, Thanos' right-hand man, mm -hmm. right? He was the one that was doing a lot of the speeches for him and stuff yeah. like that. And so it's kind of like that kind of character where um, he seems to be one of his, um, one, he's a member of one of his elites, which is kind of cool. Okay. And yeah, and I think um, a lot of people don't know that Thanos was originally, the concept of Thanos was based on Dark side. Yeah. I, did Dark side come first? Yeah. Dark side. Okay. Because I wasn't sure. Because they're definitely both this a mirror image of each other. Yeah. Just one DC, one Marvel. So I wasn't sure which yeah. one so actually came of, first. They kind of align in each other. Yeah. Even like their abilities and everything yeah. too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Even just the way they look, they're they're both just yeah. you know humanoids, but just big old dudes, and they're just super powerful. And yeah, man, they're almost the same character. Just you know, one's DC, one's Marvel. I, th I thought you when you said you had a correction today. I thought you were gonna correct me on my milk does again. No, no, you you already <laughs> corrected yourself. If anything, if you never had said anything, I wouldn't. I would have let that go. Well, I, you know, we gotta, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're a good show. You know, we got to make sure that the people get the right answer. Yeah, just in case anyone wants to fact check us, we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> you said this. Nope, nope. I fixed it. Everyone check their milk does their milk does box. Yeah, yeah. make sure. <laughs> See, every time everybody gets that milk does, we're gonna think Hawan. Yeah, that's one thing too that I think will um it'll just come with time if we ever get uh, if we ever get more listeners out there, um you'll have to be a little bit more careful with your because nerds will come after you. Oh yeah, I know that nerds will they'll come after you hard. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, and then they're in the comments going real hard. Yeah. <laughs> like if we ever do a live stream, I could just imagine the. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, because they're yeah they're those are the those are the best ones that go yeah. super trolling. Have but, to start banning people and stuff. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> If anything, I'll take it. That comes with the territory, and I'll be happy to yep. take that. Those are fun, actually. Yeah, right. We can get like a like a like a moderator that's like a real smartass, just like ready with the zingers on the comebacks. Yep. Yeah, we'll hire someone just for that only. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got a quick update on the ongoing Apple versus Epic battle. So we talked about last week that Apple was going to remove Epic Games's Epic Games's. <laughs> sounds real dumb <laughs> you know what i meant though epic games developer account which they did right right they did as of yesterday you said one well just just the developer account they didn't uh terminate the unreal engine account. right yeah, but even that's huge because i mean it without is. developer account you can't do any updates you can't launch any new games oh, yeah, that, they, they've so taken away they took away like three of their epics games Right. Yeah, the Unreal Engine removal wouldn't have been. I'm, I'm not surprised that that, that they didn't go through because yeah. that would have impacted people that had nothing to do with exactly design. right. I Which mean, is what the it was a judge's ruling that said you know you can keep doing what you're doing with banning Epic and Fortnite, but you can't ban the Unreal Engine because. They literally said it's like innocent bystanders, which right. which is not wrong. Like there's other companies that use the Unreal Engine, which Epic owns, and it's not their fault that Epic and Apple are in this battle. So you know, and does, I think Apple also has yep. certain apps that work off the Real Engine. Absolutely. So, so yeah. there's definitely some. I don't know which ones off the top of my head, but there are some games in the uh, Apple Arcade that run Unreal Engine, and uh, Microsoft got involved too for the same reason because yep. they have games on mobile that use the Microsoft, the Unreal Engine, and they're like, well, hey, well, this isn't, this ain't got nothing to do with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, don't ban a tool that we actually use. Yeah, so the, the people that do have Fortnite and all those games affected still can play them. Yeah, but it looks real bare bones. I've even seen some screenshots yeah. of like how it looks right now. They So the new season, of, which is it's still so funny to me that they call it seasons when they come out with these new updates for Fortnite. Well, that, that's a lot of games right now. Yeah, with seasons Mo, yeah, it's like a season, which is I get why because they roll out new characters yeah. or whatever. So this upcoming season for Fortnite is actually pretty cool because it's it's bringing in a bunch of Marvel characters. Yep. Into and and some Marvel characters that you don't typically see, right? They like they have like Galactus and a few other ways. Like it looks that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, anyone that's playing Fortnite currently on mobile, whether you're playing playing on an iPad, playing on your phone, whatever. Um, you, you won't be able to get any of these new uh, any of these new uh, characters because you can't get the update, which yep. is 
a total bummer, apparently. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> yep. I'd be mad. Like, if I was a Fortnite gamer and I only played on mobile, I would 100% be upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know what ways they're trying to go around it. You know, it's like we talked about before, side loading and exactly right. and stuff like that. I don't know, you know. But even then, like, I don't know if you'd be able to get an updated version no. of the app, right? Because, yeah. like, why would Epic be, cre- I don't know. I mean, because you can sideload all, I mean, you can on iOS. It does take some extra work. You don't even have to jailbreak. You can sideload stuff on iOS, but it does take some extra work, some extra loopholes. You have to pay for it. Um, so not something that your average person would do, but it would still be a moot point because Epic has to also make the update for the app, which is I'm assuming they're not doing right now. Yeah. I mean, there's probably other ways around it, but yeah, I, I, I feel bad for any any younglings out there that are trying to play. It yeah, on their man. IPad and honestly, like, how many how many Fortnite players are mobile only? Right, that's the question I ask. Because like, how, they have to. Some of them, most of them, I would assume, also have at least a console. Yeah. Right. I, I, Where they can play. Or, PC. or even if you have a, a, a you know a, a a bootleg laptop, you don't need a gaming machine to play Fortnite. You really don't. It's a very light game to play. Yep. I mean, the fact that it runs on a cell phone, it tells you everything you need to know. You can run it on your school laptop, probably, if they let you install it. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not a very hyper. uh, It's not a very graphically intensive game. Obviously, the the better graphics you have, the the better experience because you have high refresh rates on PC and things like that. Um, But what what percentage are mobile only where they're literally like, I can't play Fortnite anymore? I don't think it's that high, but yeah. I mean, we are coming into a holiday weekend, so there's going to be a little traveling and a lot of good point. A lot With of people traveling. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you're going to have them backseat the kids in the backseat complaining they can't play Fortnite because it's not on their phone, right? Or the new season anyway. Yeah, at least the new right because they can still play. It's just going to for them. It's going to look real, real bare bones for them when all of their friends are going to have all the cool skins in there. Like, I can't yeah. skins. I mean, the thing I'd be interested in is to see where the revenue hit is going to mm-hmm. happen with apple and then fortnite or with epic yeah see where that revenue hit the is actual going. impact of all yeah. of this looks to and be that's about, more interesting looks to be about 12 percent. really that's pretty substantial when you're talking billies you know what i mean like yeah. that's, that's a lot of money Twelve <laughs> yeah. percent mobile yeah, wow that's, that's a pretty chunk. big chunk that's a that's a very decent chunk of your business right there obviously not what was uh, that is that 12 percent just mobile completely or is that a breakdown of android and primary ios okay primary user 71 percent primary console gamers also oh, so the majority is console then big chunk on console okay so again that's kind of that kind of my point site. yeah that was kind of my point too is that I, I i have to imagine most people are playing this on if they're playing it on mobile they also have it on a console somewhere yeah so and that's a july 30th i'm sure that 12 percent has dropped significantly now yeah i'm pretty sure <laughs> right i'm pretty sure not by choice yeah exactly it's still also banned on the google play store right i mean obviously we talked about how android you can get it from other places legitimately you oh, can yeah. get it from like the samsung store and things like that yeah um but play store is gone as well um but yeah so uh more to come on that that's the latest update the at the very least the judge said you can't block the unreal engine which i agree with you know you shouldn't involve other companies that have nothing to do with your dispute that just happen to use the tools that uh that epic games makes unreal engine is a fantastic platform yeah and so we're, and we're not beating a dead horse here with, with right. talking about this every week it's just it is something that's going to impact the future of exactly of right things. this is the only reason that i'm still following it exactly i don't care about billion dollar companies fighting with each other yeah. or, or, or billion dollar company and trillion dollar company because yeah, apple's exactly. worth apple's worth two trillion now um but I don't care about that. It's more about this is going to make an impact uh, in other in other places with the whole thing that happened with Facebook, Facebook this week, yeah. too. So if you guys haven't heard about Facebook, they are also kind of taking a shot at Apple. They put out an update. Um, well, first of all, they tried to work with Apple to get the 30 percent cut changed for Facebook events. So pretty much if there's an event that's being p- uh, planned through Facebook, and say you have to buy like a ticket for it or whatever the case may be, that goes through as an in-app purchase, which means of course, Apple takes that 30%. So Facebook asked them, can you make an exception here? Because this is something different. This is a, a live event that people are planning and we would like the event organizers to get all of their money, which I also totally agree with. You should get all your money. It's if you're you know, planning an actual event, that's gonna cost you some money. Yeah. Um, and they didn't. Yep. So Facebook rolled out a little update at the very bottom, when you're doing an in-store purchase or an in-app purchase, it says um, there's a little and like little annotation that says Apple takes 30% of this payment and click here to, to learn more. Mm. And Apple was not happy about that. Well, it, it doesn't say <laughs> it, all it is is a, like a notification. It doesn't right. say, hey, you know, you can purchase this ticket online and not have to 
And Apple's not going to get that 30%. Right. Which I, I think they removed that though now because they Apple I mean, Apple had made us think about it because I did an in-app purchase on Facebook just yesterday. So mm-hmm. um, any of you are that are in the Chicago area, I'm sure you remember a DJ named Julian Jumpin' Perez. Oh, man. <laughs> so I didn't know he was still DJing, which yeah. is pretty cool. But he was uh, DJing live on uh, on Facebook last night. Yep, I've seen that. And so um, I sent him like the, you can send people stars. Mm-hmm. So I sent him whatever five bucks was worth. I'm like I'm gonna send him five bucks. It was like 290 stars or something like that. So I sent him some stars, and obviously I've never done that before. So I had to buy them. Yeah. And they went through the it was an in app purchase, but and I and I looked for it. I'm like oh let me see if that wording is there and it wasn't. So they must have removed it after Apple said something. But Facebook did try to throw that in there, and Apple wasn't happy about it. So I wonder if Julian Perez got them five dollars or. Was well, he got five dollars minus thirty percent. See, that's just <laughs> see, that's just wrong. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's wrong. That's you know, that's a, a person that's just on the internet trying to make some music for people. He was streaming live. I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is this. Let me throw this guy some money, man. I was listening to this dude since I was a kid. He's great. Yeah. So Apple's gonna take their little thirty percent. Well, thirty percent of Julian Jumpin' Perez's money. <laughs> and then he's got to do his taxes at some point. So then Uncle Sam's gonna take whatever they. I mean, come on, you know, he's. That's true. So, you know what? I think when you're in-app purchases aside, okay, fine. You can make that argument. But I think if the money is going to people for something, either they're doing a service like they're performing live yep. or planning an event, which also costs real money to do, um, I really do think that that should be an exception there. You shouldn't be taking 30% of that. Yeah. I mean, any any type of streamer that's pretty much self-employed. Exactly right. I mean, that's, you know, they're self-employed. They're, you know, that's why they stream, you know, they want donations, subscriptions, stuff like that. Right. I mean, and they do have to pay tax. They do have to go through and, you know, do it's income. 1099. It's income. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, and, why and take 30% from them? And this is not just an Apple problem. Google does the same thing. If yeah. you're ever doing a live stream on YouTube and you send someone what's called the super chat where you can actually send them money, mm-hmm. same thing. They have to pay 30% of that to Google. So it's not just an Apple thing. This is what the industry does. And I agree that if the money is going to a person, like specifically for their live stream or for whatever, that should be either taken away completely or dropped maybe five, 10%, you know, just because again, you are handling the transaction, which does take some power. You have to handle the taxes on the other end as Apple or Google. Yeah. So sure. Charge some fee, but 30%, I think that's way too high for that specifically. Yeah. Yeah, any any content creators. Exactly right. Because yeah, that's their that livelihood, be. literally, right? And again, you can see that you can make the same argument for app developers, but it's a little different because you're just, you know, when your in-app purchases are not real items, you know what I mean? Where it's like a live streamer, you know, you're paying for their time. And it, that I think that's different. It's a different impact. Well, I think we talked about the app developer part of it mm-hmm. not offline, but it was like you, you had mentioned maybe like a tier level. Sure. Yeah. Maybe if you're like a low level developer just starting off, maybe, you know, you get like yeah. a 10% or a 5%. Yeah. And, and then when you're up like with Epic Games, maybe it's 20, 25. You know? Right, right. So, yeah. I mean, or if anything, maybe it's even the other way around where like maybe it starts at 30% and it gets lower right. the more you yeah. the more you move up, right? Yeah. Because it's just all volume based. And Apple's like, okay, if you're bringing in X amount of dollars every month, we'll go ahead and lower that because you're bringing in more money as a whole. So it's an incentive for companies to try to grow. So that could be another solution too. Or yeah, like I said, a tiered approach or incentive. How can I put it? If you're making an in-app, per, in-app purchase to enhance the mm-hmm. gaming experience, that's one thing. But like to your point about you're buying a ticket for a, an event. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the app other than I'm... Then you're just buying it through the app. That's right. it. It's, mm-hmm. it's not You're not enhancing the app mm-hmm. when you purchase something for, let's say, um, Fortnite. Right. You're enhancing... It's part of the app. It's exactly part of the game. Exactly right. Part of the app. So yeah, I mean, they should have. Yeah. So I agree that, you know, with Facebook, with them trying, I don't agree with Facebook on most things. I think they're kind of a terrible company, <laughs> but uh, they're not wrong in this case. The the event organizers should get all of the money if you're buying something through Facebook for an event. Yeah, so. right. And it's and the fact that it's a percentage. So let's say you're charging an event $100 per ticket. Mm-hmm. They're getting 30 bucks. 30 bucks, that's so a lot of money. Your event is $10 per ticket. So... Mm-hmm. At that point, it doesn't matter what the event is. You're getting a percentage of the money. Which, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I we'll see what happens to that. But again, it's just the only reason we're giving updates on this because it's got bigger impacts. It's not just Apple versus Epic. There's a lot of other stuff that can change from this. So yeah, it's just funny how all these big companies are fighting like mm-hmm. little baby. Yep. But like everyone wants to take a shot at Apple, and this is the best time to do so. They're just like, might as well do it now because 
it's already on the table with this whole thing, right? So yeah. interesting stuff. But uh, speaking of interesting stuff, man, so Amazon uh, just launched their very first Amazon Fresh physical grocery store in LA. Did you guys see this? You mentioned it to us and I did take a look at it. So I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the Amazon Go mar uh, markets that we have. We have a few here in Chicago. There's, there's a, there are a bunch all over now. But the yep. concept of Amazon Go, the Amazon Go markets, um, they're kind of like, I don't know how big they are. They're probably like the size of like a Walgreens, maybe, maybe smaller. Yeah, like a yeah, kind of like a like a bigger Seven Eleven, maybe. Yeah, maybe between a Seven Eleven and a Walgreens, like yeah, mid size. So like in between a Seven Eleven and a Walgreens, you know, mid size building, and the whole concept is you walk in. As you walk in, you scan your phone in, and from the moment you walk in and scan your phone, you you're tracked via camera with face recognition, and anything you pick up off the shelf your Amazon account automatically gets charged. So you just grab something and you leave. What if you're just reading it? Well, you, I think you have to leave. That's a good point though, right? It's like, you just like get charged. But apparently like <laughs> they showed in there, this is going back a few years now when they showed in the demo, how like someone picks something off a shelf, reads it and puts it back and it doesn't charge you for that, obviously. But, but it's, it's funny cause it's almost like you're stealing it. Cause you just walk in, grab it and leave. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the same concept. Only now it's a full size grocery store. Yeah. Um, so think of it kind of like a, you know, like a Whole Foods or whatever that you can just walk in, put stuff in your cart and then just leave. Yeah. And, and if you do have an Amazon Go store in your area, you already and you have the app on your phone, you do have the option on there. So it's nothing right. extra or anything like that. If you go to your shopping cart and you swipe over, there's an Amazon Go tab. Exactly. Right. That, and that's how you would scan when you walk into the store. Yeah, so pick up your items and leave. Right, which is I think is awesome. I yeah. think that's a very cool idea. I mean, I think the probably a big percentage of the time you spend inside of a grocery store is you waiting in line to check out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even if it's, if you're doing it, tr you know, traditional with a, a cashier or you're doing it with a self checkout, it still takes time. That's the, that's the, the part that takes the longest is you're just waiting in line. Yeah. Yep. And I think it's more convenient too, especially right now, with especially the right pandemic now and stuff like that. It's more convenient. You get in and out. Yeah. I don't want to be waiting in line in with you know with a pandemic going on that makes me feel uncomfortable i'm just like i don't want to be here in line i don't yeah. like it um so there was another store i can't remember what what it was but they did something similar it was somewhere on the east coast where the shopping cart itself had a camera on it we were just talking about this before we started mm -hmm. recording this is a cool idea too that i think more more grocery store chains can do the shopping cart itself has a camera built in and everything you put inside of the cart automatically tallies up if you take something out of the cart it removes it for you yep. but essentially once you're done you can pay right at your card. It's got a little terminal on it. You swipe your credit card and you leave. So again, it's almost like traditional shopping. You're just putting stuff in your cart, but you don't have to go up and check out. You just, it's there, you pay for it and you can walk right out, which is, I think is pretty awesome. So I wonder how that works though. Like, okay, like the go these mark, the mar supermarket ones, like, okay, you pay, you got all your items, you pay. Is it like all these where you go up to a little stand or a little counter and you oh, like the bag? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. They did mention how the bagging part goes. I'm, I'm assuming that's just on you. Maybe you just bring your own bags in, like your own reusable bags, mm -hmm. bag stuff up as you as you go. Maybe you have the bag already in the cart. Yeah. Put stuff in. I don't know. But good point. I, I, they didn't. This, and this is going back a few years. This is not anything even new. But I thought it was always a cool idea with the whole, you know, automated shopping thing. Yeah. Um. So for all of our listeners that are here in the Chicago area. Uh, three of the next confirmed locations are all here in the Chicago suburbs. So we're going to have one in Oaklawn, Schaumburg, and Naperville. Um, no dates on when these are supposed to open. That's kind of interesting, though, that they're all yeah. going to be, what, two in California or three in California and the other three here? Yeah, so it's actually two in California, I believe. There's uh, Irvine and North Hollywood. So the next five confirmed locations, three of them are here in Illinois, which is in, in the Chicago area specifically. So that was kind of interesting, like... Maybe that they just maybe this is a good market for. It. I'm not sure exactly yeah. why. Obviously, Chicago is a big market, but these are not actually in the city. They're in the suburbs. Yeah, maybe we're gonna be like a little test hub or something. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's big enough where it can be tested, but not too big where it's overwhelming. Like you can't just you know throw one you know smack dab in the city. Mm -hmm. That probably wouldn't go too well, <laughs> you know, as your first run. You know, but yeah. even though this first one that's open is in L.A., so um, um, pretty cool. I think it's awesome. I think it's um, really nice to be able to walk into a store, take whatever I need, and then just leave. So. I'm on board. Yeah, I wonder how they're You guys gonna... think it's creepy? What's your What's your opinion on that? The whole... What do you mean creepy? Like the though, facial like... tracking, because it's tracking you constantly. The entire time you're in the store, a I camera mean, is on you. I mean, there's a lot of controversy between, you know, facial recognition yeah. and stuff like that. It's. I mean, it depends on what side you're on. I mean, it, regardless, it's coming. It's already here. 
it probably exists in some stores we walk in now. We yeah, sure. No idea. Yeah, so you go to the airport, you have it there. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, retailers have it now already. Where it's they don't necessarily use facial recognition, but they use body positioning. Where uh, a lot of retailers will see what the hot spots are in their stores, like meaning where do people spend more time, like where what parts of the stores get more foot traffic, right? And that's how they choose what products are featured in what places. So if there's a specific product at a store, say it's a Walmart or whatever, and they want to push something specific, and they know that this portion of the store is hot, there's tons of traffic here for whatever reason, they're going to put a, a featured product in that spot. And also a lot of big retailers, they sell uh, floor space to companies. Mm. So they can go to a company and say, say it's like, you know, Coke or Pepsi or something. And they say, hey, guess what? This end cap right here, super hot. Guess what? It's going to cost you more to put your product here. And, and so they do that now. So it's not necessarily a facial recognition thing, but it's also just like a body tracking where they just see where you are. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a little weird, but. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it goes back to the whole, you know, our phones are tracking us. And sure. I mean, it, I don't, I mean, I, I really don't care. I don't break the law or do anything. But I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It depends on what side you're on, like I said. Yeah. I mean, if, if you, if you were to ask me, I would rather not be tracked than be tracked. But I, to your point also, I don't care. Yeah. Because w- w- why? What, what, what do I care? Yeah. I mean, as far as going to buy my groceries yeah. and being tracked, I mean, that's, hey, I'm buying a lot of bananas. What are they going to Yeah, say? right. Yeah. So now I'm going to start getting advertisements for bananas. Yeah. I mean, I like bananas. So, you know, <laughs> well, I, I like I bananas, mind, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind some coupons. You know? So, yeah. What about you, dude? What, what are you, what side of the fence are you on for the whole security thing? Do you, is it a concern for you? Do you care? No, it doesn't. I don't, and you know what I think is funny too? I think it's if you ask people like us that are more tech focused or tech centric, they probably don't care because they, you, we already understand that, well, this is how this works. Yeah. If you don't want to be tracked for any, on anything, then number one, you're living in the wrong time. <laughs> and to- number two, then just, you should just be a hermit and live in the woods with yeah. no technology completely off the grid. Cause that's the only way that you can't be tracked. Exactly. So you know what I mean? Like, and are those items only tracked while you're in the store? So once you leave, it's not tracking where those items are going. Yeah, they they, they track when you eat it. So like, <laughs> you, they you get, know where all these items are. Oh, then you, you, live. And then okay. you get a text. You're like, hey, it looks like you're out of chips. You want some more? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? How'd you know that? But I wonder if I can go in there, and like, you know, grab a little one grape, you know, and take a little taste. Imagine if they charge grape. you per grape. <laughs> like, oh, that's a two cents for that one grape you stole. <laughs> That'd be kind uh, of cheap though, two cents a grape. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Maybe more. Maybe it's a dollar a grape. Uh, like try it again. Whole yeah. dollar for that one grape. <laughs> Some robot comes out and says, put that back. So um, I don't know. I'm I'm cool with it. I'm I'll definitely go visit one um just just to see how what the experience is like. Yeah. Um Oak Lawn would be the closest one to us. Yep. Um I I yeah, I think it's a, I think it's pretty cool. I don't think it, I mean it's a little weird the whole facial tracking thing, but at the same time, I don't really care. It's it that's the time, that's the age that we live in. And you just you either accept it or you don't. And if you don't accept it, then you also shouldn't have a phone in your pocket, which means you're probably not even listening to this in the first place. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I think we're talking to the right audience <laughs> one way or the other. Uh, but yeah, more to come on that. Uh, let's move into uh, this uh, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted face the music. Mm. Yeah. So it's been 30 years. When's, when did when did Bogus 30? Journey come out? I think Bogus Journey came, <clears throat> excuse me, came out in 91. Okay. And then uh bill and ted's excellent adventure which was the first one was 89 i believe yes okay so it's been two years apart almost 30 years since the last um you know the last iteration of this of this franchise i guess you can call it now and uh yeah it's been something that's been in the works for i guess keanu Reeves wanted to make this a long time ago he wanted to make it at it when he was 40 yeah and then he said well maybe i'll try it when i'm 50 and he still missed that mark because i think he just turned 56 like a couple days ago like Mm -hmm. his birthday just passed so yeah, so wow. he's <laughs> he's already he's already up there already a little bit, but you know, hey, he's still John Wick, so no, he'll actually be fifty six on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday. It's coming okay, Wednesday. so I knew I knew that his birthday was coming up, but oh. yeah, so he missed his forty mark and fifty mark to make this to make this movie again. Yeah. So uh, what did you think? Did you, who, who saw it? Did everybody see it? I, I saw it. I saw it. Um, I talked to Danny, and I don't know if he saw it all. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't want to offend be anybody, honest. but I'll, no, I'll no, it's, it's, it's part of your review on it. So go I, ahead. Well, I, I'll, to be fair, I couldn't get past the first 30 minutes, uh-huh. but after talking it over with you guys, I think I'll give it a second chance. Yeah. Because uh, it just, I don't know. I don't want to want to, that's my personal opinion. I just, 
couldn't get through it. Right. And I, and I agree with you for that same reason. Because when I first started the movie, I was like, I don't really like where this is going. I'm already kind of bored. So it does start off a little slow. Yeah. Um, so we're we going to do a little spoiler thing here. Yeah, or? we'll no, we'll we'll do uh we're just going to do a you know a, a high level review and then we'll do a, a non spoilers. Uh, we'll do a, sp- a spoiler talk uh, and I'll, I'll put it in the in the show notes as well. So if you want to go into the movie not knowing anything, you can just kind of skip ahead. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I started off. I was like, this is we're starting off a little slow. I don't really, yep. you know, I'm not entertained as of right now. And then it got good. So it really did. It, it, it was just funny. Um, I think the best thing I can say about the movie is that. It was very enjoyable and it was very heartfelt. Like it had a lot of emotion in it, not like the the first ones. It was, those are more just kind of yeah. goofy and, you know, a little campy. Um, and this one was, there's a family dynamic. There's, there was more emotion in it. And I, I really liked it. And it was funny too. What did you think? Yeah. I think like Danny said, the first 30 minutes were like that campy old yeah. Bill and Ted. You're like, okay, where's this going? Yeah. And then towards the, towards the middle of it, then it starts to get more heartfelt and more, more emotional and you get more of an idea of where, where they were trying to go with it. Yeah. Right. And so just to give you a, a high level of the Bill and Ted storyline, just anyone that has, hasn't seen the originals or maybe it's just been a long time. Cause I know I haven't seen them since well, probably the early two thousands. Well, what I thought about when I was watching it was a lot of kids now are going to be like, what is a phone booth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. like yeah. That was the premise and the whole surrounding of the first two movies. Right. Exactly. To see the phone booth again. But I'm like thinking to myself, like a lot of kids are going to be like, what's this phone booth what yeah you, like what, is that that was, was a thing yeah you stepped into a little box to make a phone call <laughs> and you had a phone book yeah you had a phone book inside crazy which is honestly it is um you know even if i see a payphone in public today i'm just like wow look at that thing does it yeah. work we'll pick it up and see if it's got a dial tone <laughs> um so the the whole premise of the because it, it follows the same story as the originals and the premise of the movies are well they're time travel movies they're kind of goofy time travel movies but they essentially get visited by a future society that tells them because they're like these high school slackers. They're, they're trying to start a band in the original movie. So they're kids, literally kids. And they get visited by people from the future saying, hey, you guys are going to uh, write a song that uh, unites all of humanity, all of the world. And it's like their destiny or whatever. So they go on this time traveling journey um, to, you know, they go on different adventures. And that's the whole thing is that they're trying to fulfill their destiny of this song or whatever. Yeah. And the movie starts off with them still have not, in, have not achieved this goal yet, right? They haven't made the song yet. Um, and then it turns out that it's even more dire. It's not just saving the world. It's like saving all of existence, like the whole universe all is now. Yeah, all of yeah. reality. Um, and that's pretty much the premise. They have daughters, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of <laughs> funny that funny. the daughters are act just like them. It's just like female <laughs> exactly, versions yeah. of Bill and Ted, which is that again, that's the funny. I, I thought that was really funny. I, I like that a lot. And they're named after each other. They're named after each other. Right. So <laughs> it's kind of funny. So they didn't name them like, you know, Bill didn't name, yeah. you know, his daughter Bill, Bill. or it's, it's the opposite. opposite yeah. So it's so funny. And, um, you know, there's also some other things like back to the whole heartfelt thing, right? There's things where, you know, their their wives are having issues with them because Bill and Ted are there. They have trouble separating themselves from each other. They're mm-hmm. on this like they operate as one cohesive unit. And obviously the wives are like, you know, you can't live your life this way. You know what I mean? So, so what's funny about the wives, though, is that they're actually from the past. I can't remember what I time. think it's the uh, it's from the 1400s. They yeah. were actually princesses in the Middle Eastern in uh, um, medieval times. Yeah. So they're like all more mature. Yeah, which definitely. Is crazy, which is crazy and funny, though, the way that they did it, wrote it in right. the movies. Exactly. Like more mature because they take them to counseling, the couple's counseling. Yeah. Which is a funny scene. That was that was good, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's funny that they wrote that that way where the women are more mature than them, even though they were from the 1400s right and you would think bill and ted would have matured as the years went on but they're still they're still they're still bill and ted so they're still kind of like these you know they're they're old men they're not old men but they're middle-aged men and they're still like these just kind of slackers and they're good dudes you know they're 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 good dads as far as we can tell like the like their their uh, daughters love them Mm. um but yeah they're still kind of stuck and that's kind of what the movie's about um and I, i don't know i feel like they um they did a good job of showing still showing you bill and ted because the same actors that portrayed them in the first place same writers too, different yeah. director but you know the exact same right so you still got keanu reeves you still got alex winter it's still the exact same people and the exact same people writing it that did the original so it was very cohesive and um it felt like they didn't really miss a beat in that sense where it was like oh this is a continuation of the same story just literally 30 years in the in the future or 30 year present day now yeah 
Um, but yeah, so all overall, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, definitely some funny. There's an awesome uh, robot character. What's his name? Does his name Dennis? Dennis. Hilarious, man. This guy is it's like a robot that is sent essentially to like track them down. That's sent to them by the future people, and it's it, it, the robot's played by a dude. Like you can tell, it's yeah. like a man in a suit. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's and it's funny because he's a robot, and you would think he'd be more ro- robotic. He's not. Yeah, he's more emotional. He's got all these yeah, emotions. He's more emotional than everybody else. He's funny, man. So that's really good stuff. But uh, but yeah, overall, I, I would give it a thumbs up. I think it's um worth the it's worth the the, the rental or the download. Um, you know, get a few friends together and check it out. It's 20 bucks if you want to rent it on video on demand. 25 if you want to just own it. So five bucks more, you can actually just own the movie. Yeah. And then, and then like you said, everybody pretty much from the first two movies are in it. And it, it was good to see a little cameo by George Carlin. Yes. The, the you know, the Rufus. Little, exactly. The ex- right. Who was the, the, the original time traveler guy that comes to visit them in the original movies, which is yeah. cool. So that was a good little cameo. You know, we kind of miss him and his comedy, especially right now. Yep, and we also had William Sadler back as Death, who is the best part. He's funny. He, that was the best part of, in my opinion, of the second movie of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Um, you know, he the, he plays. He just a, it's just a great character. Yeah. Yeah, it's, really, it's, really funny. So, uh, tell me this: Did it seem weird to you though seeing Keanu Reeves in that character? That's what did it for me. It's that, like it was. You couldn't separate it. It was just seemed really. Yeah, it, it seemed kind of odd. I I and think that it was kind of. Cringy. I think that Alex Winter looked more like his original character than Keanu Reeves did. Yeah. But that's because Alex Winter stepped away from acting for a long time. Yeah. And he's he, he, he's he's a director. He does tons of like mm-hmm. documentary work and things like that. That's what he does to now today. Yeah. But Keanu Reeves, like we've seen Keanu Reeves through so many things since Bill and Ted, right? right. Everything from Speed. Point Break to Speed. Matrix. To the obviously the big franchises like The Matrix and John Wick. And, you know, everything in between, right? Your, your Johnny Mnemonics, your, you know, Devil's mm-hmm. Advocate, like all these movies. And it's like, I agree with you. It's like, you see him in there and you're like, man, it's just, that's, 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 that's Neo. Yeah, like you said, like, it's harder Rick. to separate Keanu Reeves from his other, um, his other roles that he's now famous for. Yep. Right. And I, but that's just perception. And, and I'll, I'll tell you though, right now, that does change as the movie goes on. Okay. You do be like, oh yeah, that's, that's still he's still playing that same character and and i buy it like but in the beginning it's the same thing i was like it's oh, a little hard for me to separate keanu from all his other stuff i'll watch it again i'll try you'll enjoy it i promise you you'll yeah, enjoy you'll it continue where i left off yeah so yeah. that's so my vote is you know you'll definitely enjoy this movie i think it's worth the 20 bucks um to, to rent it get some friends together and watch it it's a good time it's short it's like an hour and a half long it's not, yeah, it's not, not a super long, long movie uh, we don't we don't do like two thumbs up here so <laughs> we're donut based so we're gonna do like Two like, chocolate donut. I mean, we got to come up with a little rating. Maybe system. like five donuts. Five donuts. So five I, I, I donuts would. I would give like it like like a like a three and a half donuts out of five. Yeah, I can go with right. that. I mean, don't go into this movie expecting like Schindler's List. Like it's not like you know, it's not like some groundbreaking movie. It's not. It's it's just yeah. a fun, just a fun movie. So yeah, it's, it's got my vote. It was, it was it was a good time. Yeah, and I, and like I, you know, I brought up the phone booth thing, and like you know, you mentioned all the Keanu's movies. Like a lot of the younger generation now are probably going to see and think that too. Like right, yeah, that's that's Neil, that's John Wick. Agreed. And yep. Hopefully they don't turn it off and maybe mm-hmm. you know go back and watch the the original first two as well. Right. All right, so we're going to get into some more plot points now. So if you do want to go into the movie uh, unspoiled, feel free to skip ahead. The uh, timestamps are going to be down below. So does that mean Danny needs to leave? Yeah, Danny, please go into the bathroom and wait, and we'll call you when we're done. <laughs> no, I'm sure Danny won't mind. It's um, Honestly, even if you want to stick around for the spoilers, it's really not. Yeah, it's there's not, not really much to spoil. Like, you, you you know what the movie's about. We're just gonna. I'm just going to go into a little bit more detail. But I do got a question for you if you yeah. watched the whole thing. I did. All right. So we're going to get into spoilers now. So if you don't want to hear it, get out of here. Give you two seconds. All right. You're done. All right. Go ahead. What's your question? <laughs> we need a spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, we need a spoiler alert time. Yeah. Spoiler. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a little spoiler alert button into the our little soundboard here. So when we get into spoiler alerts, I'm going to hit a little <laughs> spoiler something. I'll find something. Yeah. Don't hit the table, though, because you're going to make No, it. I, I turned it down just for that reason, because you never know. Okay. Anyway. Go ahead. What's your question? I mean, there's an after credit scene. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. yeah I okay. waited. I was curious. I'm like, is there going to be anything at the end? It wasn't really. Yeah, it wasn't really anything, but I found it interesting that they did actually do one, especially. I mean, it is in theaters, uh-huh. but especially being on demand. On demand, it's like people just, most people are going to sit on their couch and wait. But I did specifically because like I wonder if there's anything at the end. So it was just a scene with Bill and Ted as very old men. It's still them, just you know, in prosthetics, mm-hmm. and they're like literally on their deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> 
and they ask each other, like, are you dead? And he's like, no. Are you dead? No. It's just funny. <laughs> and then they just get up and they just start playing the guitar for a few yeah. seconds. <laughs> That's really all it is. So this is a really short scene, but it, it was funny to have yeah, it in there. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, so uh, what did you think of more of the um, more of the plot points, like the the side adventures? Because it kind of gets split up. So you have Bill and Ted. Um, pretty much what they're doing is they're again they're told they have to make this song and they have a, a, a like they have like forty something minutes to do it or something like that. I yeah. forgot how long they had. And so they say, well, we can't just come up with this song right here on the spot. So their idea was to go time travel into the future to steal the song from themselves. Like if we already wrote this song, then let's just go and find future us and I just take it. the song from them. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Right. And that's funny because then they start, you know, meeting like semi future iterations of themselves, like two years in the future, five years in the future. Um, and that was kind of funny. That was. Yeah. Uh, and what's funny though, too, is that they kind of divert from it because uh -huh. they learn that their wives leave them at exactly some point in the right future. right someone that goes sells back them. to the whole counseling thing where you know they their little journey diverts where they're trying to save their marriage and still get the song at the same time but more focused on saving their marriage exactly right which, so there's like three uh there's like the three plot points pretty much bill and ted go on their own adventure to steal the song from themselves mm -hmm. their daughters go on their own time traveling adventure to create a band Yep. Um, with like historic musical figures and Kid Cudi and Kid Cudi for some reason <laughs> Kid Cudi's in really? here yeah. yeah and Kid Cudi's like he's like an expert in like astrophysics yeah. quantum physics <laughs> he's like, and yeah. all that stuff he's also about time travel and all that <laughs> stuff so that was kind of funny that he was in there um, and then the wives apparently go on their own um, adventure to like find a reality where they're happier with them and that one like gets no screen time at all yeah that one didn't. it's literally like a total throwaway they shouldn't even put that in that was like the only thing that I didn't care about because they didn't show it anyway. So it's like, why even bring it up? So that was kind of silly. But I I really enjoyed the daughter's um, adventure. Mm -hmm. So they go back in time to assemble a, a band of all these historical music figures. So the first stop is uh, they go to Jimi Hendrix. And they go to Jimmy's like, hey, Mr. Hendrix, you know, we want to start a band. This is what we're trying to do. And of course, Jimi Hendrix is like, who the hell are you? No. <laughs> so they're like, okay, well, maybe what if we get someone that he knows and he'll listen to. So they go back further in time to get Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Because Louis Armstrong was, a, I guess, a, a big influence on Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix. Yep. And so they bring young Louis Armstrong. And it's so funny, the scene where they're showing Louis Armstrong um, a clip of Jimi Hendrix playing. And yeah. it's like the 20s or whatever year it is. And he's watching it on like their cell phone. And he's blown away by just the, the phone. He's just yeah. on the phone. <clears throat> um, so they bring him into the future and they, they get them together. Then they go back again to pick up Mozart and they pick up Mozart for the band. And then it goes a little weird after that because they go even further back to Japan and they pick up some flute player. Ling Lun, I think. Yeah, it's like called. a famous flutist or whatever. And Grom, they go back to Grom, yeah. I guess. I don't know who. I'm, I wasn't familiar with. Yeah, he's saying, I, I think that last one, it was like a famous drummer, I guess. I don't know if that was even a real person, but no. it was like literally a cave woman that is like apparently like the best drummer or whatever. So they bring all these people and they try to make this band to help their dads create the song or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, f I found that interesting. Uh, the, the, the robot Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> so this robot, it's hilarious, man. There's a scene where he kills all of the historical figures and the daughters with like a one laser blast and he like immediately is like regretful about it. he's yeah. just like oh, oh I, I didn't mean to do that <laughs> it's so funny so they end up all going to hell yeah so he kills them they all go to hell just like in bill and ted in two in the second the sequel where they all have to go right. that's where they meet death and um so bill and ted find out that the daughters were killed and they they also like well, we'll blast us and they all go to hell again they bring them back and um, it's, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed that part. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. Yeah. And then there's a little cameo by, uh, Dave Grohl. Oh, that's the, right. One yeah. Of the, one of the points where they are Bill and Ted go to, cause they, they do, they do what? Like two years, two years, five, then five. And then I then think maybe ten, another five. So 10, 10 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. One of those, they, they come across themselves as being rich and all that, but it's all, it's all front because the, all the future Bill and Ted's know that they're going to come. Exactly right. So they're like ready for him because there's even a prison scene. Right. The prison scene is hilarious because they're all wearing like these big like muscle suits. Yeah. And they're just, and it's so crazy too because uh, um, Keanu Reeves has like this fake beard on and it looks awesome on him. So it'd be nice if he can actually grow a beard like that because yeah. <laughs> he looked totally different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty much the whole plot line. They eventually bring everyone together 
um, and they create the song and it's yeah and I, th- I think you know like you said it was wholesome and all that it was yeah and, and like at the end very charming it was a very yeah. charming movie yeah so at the end you know everybody comes together everybody in the world they even go back and t- they do like a, a infinite where they do an infinite time travel mm-hmm, right to all different points exactly it's almost like a music it's like parallel dimensions and they go to like all these different places pretty much at the exact same time and they give everyone like musical instruments and you know the whole moral of the story was that it's not necessarily the song that they make to bring everyone together is that everyone plays along with it together and that's what brings all the people together or whatever so it was a nice i mean it's obviously it's a little cheesy but yeah um and i mean i think music does bring people together. It, it does and i think the the thing that i like the most about it if as far as like the messaging of the movie is that you know most uh most movies in general especially comedy sometimes they're they try to be too gritty and real and it's like hey this is a comedy but you know we're here to let you know that life still sucks you know what i mean and this yeah. is and this is why it's funny whereas this movie was not that at all it was all just more upbeat and i think that's something that we probably need more than oh, anything yeah. right now so it was cool. I, I think from that aspect alone, I enjoyed it more because it was very positive and um, funny and uplifting. It was good. I, like I said, it's definitely got my vote. I really liked this. So yeah, watch it again. I, I think you'll yeah, like well, it. Yeah, yeah, three and a half donuts. Yeah, three <laughs> out of five. Three and a half donuts out of five. Yeah, maybe five. three donuts with only one bite out of the fourth one. So like three point eight donuts. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's good. It, it, I, I did enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was it was a good movie. I enjoyed it as well. So, um, so yeah, if you're still listening, like I said, give it a go. You know, get some friends together and watch it. I think it's a, it's even a good family movie too. You know, get your get your uh, family together. You guys can all enjoy it. I mean, twenty bucks might seem a little steep for a rental, um, but we talked about it before. How? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you go to the theater, you're gonna spend a lot. More yeah, it's that. a night out. You know, or a night in. You know, maybe just order some food, pop the movie on. I mean, it's 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 gonna be a good experience. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, but hey, quick update though. Speaking of movie rentals, uh, I saw an article. I got to find it because I don't have it in front of me right now. But uh, well, Mulan comes out this coming weekend, yep. right? That's the fourth. Is that this Friday? Friday. Friday? Yeah. So the fourth is this coming Friday. It's going to be 30 bucks on, on Disney Plus. We talked about that before, um, but it's going to be free on Disney Plus in December. Okay. So they already announced that it will be free permanently. they announced it ahead of time. Exactly. I thought the same thing. And I'm, I, I think I saw it on Screen Rant. I'll, I'll find the article. I'll post the article down in the show notes as well. But they said that come December, it will be on Disney Plus, obviously, for free. Just like it would. I mean, it wouldn't. Yeah, I, fig- I figured that was going to be temporary launch. But I'm saying I'm surprised they announced yeah. it. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, well, do I wait three months? I mean, yeah. But I, I don't know. I think if you want to see Mulan, you're not going to wait three months. Right, right. So, I'm just saying that a lot of casual people that are like, you know what? Correct. That's my only choice. I'll go ahead and rent it versus uh, I'll just wait. Mm-hmm. It's the same people that would say, okay, I'll, I'll wait till it comes out on DVD. It's, or, it's literally the same thing, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I won't go see that in the theater. I'll wait for it to come on Netflix or DVD or, or you know, whatever. So yeah, kind of the same thing, um, but yeah, they did announce that it's going to be free. That's uh, that's that's a typical window, though, three month window. It makes it's it not it, to your point. I'm surprised they announced it before that it's even coming out. But you know that that was coming. Like right. obviously, it's going to end up on Disney Plus at some point for free as part of their regular catalog. But you leave that vague, and because now you yeah. know, now you have a timeline where you can decide: Am I willing to wait? Right. Or not? Am I willing but, to give Apple thirty percent of my bite on iOS device <laughs> right. or not? Uh, but at the same time, I appreciate them saying that because I, I shared with you guys a couple of weeks ago how I bought the digital copy of uh, Rise of Skywalker and it landed on Disney Plus free like literally two weeks later. Like what the heck? I'm like, yeah. I just spent 25 bucks on this thing, you know? So I guess if you view it that way, so you're right. I guess in that case, like thanks for the heads Old up, school, right? Yeah. Because I wouldn't have bought, I mean, yeah, they squeezed another $25 out of me, but I wouldn't have bought it had I known that it was going to come out on Disney plus in two weeks. Like, Oh wait, I've already seen the movie. Mm -hmm. I can wait to see it at home when it comes on Disney plus. So, you know, I was kind of like, why are you, (laughs) why are you tell me? (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's, it's, it's good. If you you say it that way, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, okay, well normally these movies will be free on, but if you want, if you really want to watch it now. Yep. So I think it's a good move. You know, you own it at that point. Exactly. Right. So yeah, you're not really renting it. Even even though you still own it technically when you pay the thirty, because as long as you're subscribed to Disney Plus, it's going to be yours. But yeah, it's going to be yours regardless in in uh, in uh, December. So as long as you're a Disney Plus subscriber, obviously, right. right? Or you're sharing a family members. I wonder if well, I have to read about that. If let's say you you cut off your account, do you lose it automatically, or is there is there a is there a grace period where if you come back by a certain good time question? Period, you still maybe if you it? use the same email address, it kind of reactivates the same account. Maybe I don't know how that works on their on their back end. But one way or the other, it's still going to be yours come December. So 
Um, but yeah, I'm still, I'm definitely going to rent it. I'm probably going to have like a, a movie night here with, uh, you know, with Brittany and, and, um, and her roommates and stuff like that. So I th- I'm still, I'm definitely going to rent it still. And I, I'd like to review it too. So I'm sure we can all mm-hmm. talk about it, but uh, yeah, Mordecai, that's going to be really next week. Now. Yeah. That that's going to be really next week. Um, I'm excited for it. It's like, I, like I mentioned before, this is uh, one that I was more excited for cause it doesn't seem like it's just, a of just a regular old live action remake, like all the other ones have been where this seems like it's more of a dramatic storyline and it's yeah. not just about some Disney princess and it's right. Um, it just seems like it's, it's more, it's a better story in general, in my opinion. So excited for that. That will be next week. Um, so I'm sure we'll have some, uh, some words. So make sure you all go rent uh, Mulan. Um, that's really it. What else we got? What, what, what are, uh, anything you saw this week? What are your reviews or what well, are your recommendations for I the week? I haven't watched anything this week, but uh, something to catch my eye. I don't know if you've seen David Blaine all over. I have. He's been on a bunch of shows. I've seen yeah. him on a bunch of YouTube things as well. So he has a YouTube original that he's doing oh, called Ascension. That's why then. Okay. Yeah. So what he's going to do is his next trick is he's going to float or he's, he's not going to use a hot air balloon, but he's going to have... Okay a stack of balloons that are going to carry him through the sky like up up just like up like just the movie like up, up? Yeah, interesting just like okay. up the movie and that's awesome. his, his plan is to just disappear okay and that's why it's called ascension so he's done these youtube videos where he's showing you how he's been prepping for it and everything and he was originally scheduled to do it monday which is tomorrow from when we're recording mm-hmm. but it's gotten weather delayed so it's going to happen tuesday at 8 a.m our time is it going to be like a live event? Yes. Oh, cool. I'm going to definitely going to check that out then. Yeah. 8 a.m. though. It's early. 8 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he was, I think he was originally going to do it in New York City, but something happened with, uh, I guess, since he's technically flying, quote unquote, he had to get a pilot's license and a balloon pilot license. Wow. Okay. So technically, because he's going into airspace. So he had to do all that and something happened with New York or something like that. So he's doing yeah. it out of Arizona, I think. Okay. Right. So it's Which, 8 a.m. our time or 8 a.m. Arizona 8 a.m. Chicago time. Arizona, I don't think, follows time or daylight yeah, savings I mean, time stuff. But but they, they still, they're still in a different time zone. Yeah. Okay. I'll be so on the lookout for that. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. So that should be interesting. You know, David Blaine always does some crazy. Yeah, he's, yeah. That guy might be an alien. <laughs> he might not be human. I don't really know. I'm not 100% convinced that it's just, you know, tricks. <laughs> I'm not 100% convinced. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, you know, some of the, because he's done test flights already. Like, uh-huh. he hasn't really gone more than 100 feet, I think. So it looks kind of crazy that he's actually going to go 1,000 yeah. feet up It's in a the wild air. dude. Hopefully, there's no, uh, there's, hopefully that doesn't end in any kind of tragedy, but yeah. uh, that, that's going to be cool to watch for sure. Yeah. What about you, Danny? Did you watch anything aside from the 30 minutes of Bill and Ted? <laughs> yeah, I ended, yeah, ended up watching Tax Collector. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said, so how was that? It was okay. That's the Shia LaBeouf movie, the the, yeah. the latest one that he put out. It started off good. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Okay. And then, you know, it's... I've heard very mixed things about it, yeah, so it's it very on par with what you're saying. It's one of those things where it starts off really good, and it's kind of like it goes, it goes into a direction. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. It's very hard to please, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's lots of impression. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, the premise is, you know, they 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 collect their money from mm-hmm. protection money and okay, and, and it's thirty percent. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Boom. See, thirty percent is just this. It is the standard across either business and the criminal enterprise. And there's and there's no negotiation. It's thirty percent. Thirty percent. That's it. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> now I want to watch it just because it's 30%. It's like the magic number. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, actually, yeah. I mean, honestly, he, I think he, his character. Shia LaBeouf, you mean? Yeah. yeah okay. It, it's just different. Yeah. It came across really different. I'd watch it. I mean, I wouldn't, good actor. I, I wouldn't give it a high rating. Yeah. But enough that you'd to, to recommend it. Yeah. I mean. Two and a half donuts. How many donuts How out many of five? Donuts? Out of five, maybe two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It start again. It started off good. Kind of tails off. Uh, yeah. Got that's all it. I gotta say. I don't want to. I don't want to give away too much. It just sure. Kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes kind of weird. So, I gotta say. so anybody making a movie out there, make sure that the beginning and the end of the movie are good for Dan. Yeah. Just like food. <laughs> I mean, it almost <laughs> beginning seems and like, end have to be the best. Like they wrote the story and then they kind of like, okay, well, where do we go from here? And it kind of like, I got you. Okay. Just, I'm still gonna check it out. No, yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, check it out. It's it's definitely wanted to see it. Um, I, I think he did a good job. He's a good actor. In my, he I did. think he's he it's, does it's, great. I mean, he's a weird dude in general, but he's a good actor. He really is. Yeah, him and him and his and his part. Um, I wouldn't call him the partner, but the main guy, the the main guy of the of his. I don't want to call it gang, but it's yeah. Cartel. Okay. And him are the awesome. But it's um, 
Uh, I watched quite a few things this week. Um, what did I watch? So there's a there's a, a, a documentary on Netflix that I finished up. It's like six episodes. It's called High Score. It talks about like retro gaming and stuff like that. It's like a, a history documentary about home gaming and, and, you know, arcades and like where it started into like where it is now. Uh, really interesting. Every episode is about something specific, right? Like there's one episode that talks about, you know, RPGs and how those came out. And then, you know, the, the whole wars between like, uh, Nintendo and Sega, uh, and just, all, it's really interesting. It's really, really good. I'd recommend that for anyone to watch if you're into any kind of retro gaming or just video game history in general. It's like five or six episodes on Netflix. Awesome. Check it out. Um, I saw a, a movie from 2014 called The Rover. I actually mentioned it last week. Mm-hmm. It's a Robert Pattinson movie. If you ever have any doubts about Robert Pattinson being a good actor. Is that, that's, that's, that's directed to my brother, right? Oh, anyway, I don't care. Anyone's <laughs> listening. Someone doesn't care for him as Batman? Or if, yeah, because a lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't because they're just like, because again, people just think Robert Pattinson, all they think is he's a twinkly vampire yeah. guy. Yeah. Like, watch this movie. It's from 2014. It's with Guy Pierce. Mm-hmm. and robert pattinson it's it's like um it's, it's kind of like a the world is it's kind of post-apocalyptic not really it's more like the world had like this this global economic collapse it takes place in the, in the outback of australia so it's like very desert and like the character he plays is so good like he plays this character where it's in australia but he plays like an american with like a southern accent and he has some kind of like mental special needs as well mm-hmm. much sure they don't really say what it is but man, does he play this this role really, really well? It's really well acted. The movie itself is wild. Like it's it's a good movie, also. Um, so yeah, if you ever have any doubts about Robert Pattinson being a good actor, because all you know him from is from Twilight, go watch this movie. I promise you, you'll see that this dude's kind of amazing. Like it's a really good movie. Yeah, I mean, he, he has gotten good praises for a lot of his movies. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of his movies haven't been mainstream. Yeah, a lot of them are indie stuff, yeah. like this, The Lighthouse. Yeah, you know stuff like that. Like he's made some indie movies where he's got to actually act and yeah, he does yeah. a very good job and i can't remember i don't know if he was a stage actor as well i don't know i, I don't know his, his, his background if he ever did that but i wouldn't be surprised because again seeing this it's just like wow man this dude yeah he knows you know he knows how to he knows how to you know play a role and do it well like it was very very good very convincing yeah so i mean if you're giving him any slack about playing batman i mean think yeah. about think about uh heath ledger exactly he right had the same kind of because everyone was like you tell me you bring it in the 10 things i hate about you guy to play the joker get yeah. out of here and, and then what he did, boom so, yeah. movie magic so yeah, yeah. give it a chance Let's actors are actors to... right actors know how to act right yeah. they can play whatever role craft. you give them that's what they do <laughs> exactly good ones anyway and he is definitely a good one um i'd recommend it for sure um, I also rewatched Inception just because I don't know why. Tenth <laughs> year anniversary, right? Yeah, it is a ten year anniversary, and I think I saw a YouTube video. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, ten wow. years. Inception. Isn't that crazy? Wow, ten years. Wow. Yeah, I didn't realize it either, and I, I think the main the reason I did is for that reason because I saw there was a YouTube video on it about the ten year. I'm like, damn, it's been ten years. I'm like, let me just watch this movie because I have it, and I'm like, let me. I haven't seen this in a while. It, it still holds up. That movie, oh, yeah. that movie's so great. It's just such a great movie, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so I, I had a good time watching that. Um, new animated movie that i saw again i told you i saw a lot of stuff this week so yeah, apologies <laughs> but <laughs> uh there is a it's not even that new it came out i think a, maybe a couple months ago it's a uh, justice league dark uh, apocalypse war okay. so it's a, a dc animated movie and it was awesome it was so good uh great story uh very adult it even has an r rating so okay. it's got like people getting torn up and it's 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 pretty cool it's got all of the justice league even the teen titans are in there Okay. Uh, very, very cool story arc. Um, pretty much, it's apocalypse essentially taking over the world, mm-hmm. um, and it's just it, it's solid. I won't give away what what it's about as a whole, but uh, pretty great. And DC animated in general, they make some really good oh, yeah. animated movies. And this is not just um, I'm, I'm Warner brother Warner animated because it's not just DC. Because I also uh, this is a few weeks back. Um, well, a few weeks back, I saw the Deathstroke. Uh, animated movie which is uh what is it called deathstroke uh knights and dragons mm-hmm. yeah knights and dragons that was also really good but a couple of months ago they also released a uh scorpion mortal Kombat animated movie which is also a you know warner brothers okay. animated thing because they own they own yeah. all of uh mortal Kombat, and that was also great so like warner animated movies like they're fantastic like you need to get these people to make some of the live action stuff mm-hmm. because these movies are great really good stories the animation looks good uh really fun to watch uh, i really enjoyed it 
Um, and there's a new one as well that just came out, uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow, which I have queued up. I have not seen it yet, but I'll probably watch it sometime this week. Okay. So it was a brand new. So yeah, so any of the Warner Brothers um, animated stuff is solid, really good stuff. So going back to Inception, I know you remember your first time watching it, mm-hmm. and I do as well, but you ever did you watch it and or have you ever watched a movie and thought man i wish i can go back and watch it again for the very first time and just experience it yeah you know what you know what i think about the most with that question is the matrix because i remember the first time i saw the matrix it well by the way you know also too the matrix was, was what 1999 99 yep so i was like freshman in high school and when that movie came out i didn't understand it right i just mm-hmm. it was cool it was like oh it was a cool action movie mm-hmm. yeah. but the premise of the movie is mind-blowing you know nowadays the idea of us living in a simulation is not something that's foreign to people it's like yeah that's a possibility Mm -hmm. but back then it wasn't right that wasn't something that people would talk about like oh we're in a simulation like what are you talking about and then you watch you know so when the first time i saw the matrix i'm like oh that was cool but i had no idea what it was actually about and i didn't really understand the matrix until i saw the animatrix which was this animated Mm -hmm. movie that had like eight short stories that talked about the actual history of the matrix and that's when i was like oh that's what it is that's what they mean by dream world like literally like Mm -hmm. we're literally just plugged in and they're just controlling our thoughts and we think we're living a a normal life but really we're not and i'm and that blew my mind i was like oh my god is that could be totally true how would we even know so i think the matrix is definitely one where because you can't you know see a movie for the first time again right you have that initial reaction um but i can see where you're going with that conception would be another one too because that movie was very kind of mind-blowing or just like whoa this is crazy yeah, i think interstellar is probably one for me yeah that one is still weird you know because it that just deals with so many things with the interdimensional stuff and the time stuff and it's just yeah it's very strange the inception is easier to grasp right because you can kind of understand a dream world you can kind of understand that you can you know the whole dream within a dream con even though that's kind of off the wall it's 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 explained enough sometimes it's over explained in the movie mm-hmm. but I don't feel like it's overdone in my opinion, but sometimes they do, you know, kind of bring it up multiple times. I'm like, okay, we get it. We get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's great. It's, it still holds up. And the fact that I haven't seen it for years, you know, yeah. I wouldn't say it felt like I was watching it for the first time, but it was very enjoyable because I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. You guys got anything else? No, I mean, all I want to say is Wakanda forever. Yeah, man. So obviously we had a, a big loss. Um, obviously you, you, we talked about well, you you heard the uh, the intro of the episode, but we obviously had a, a big loss this week with uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman. He was apparently battling for. I did not. He, know nobody that. knew. Nobody knew that, that he was, was battling that. cancer for the past four years. Yeah, or something. Years three, three like to that. four years, and he made so many movies in that time. Right, he made you know uh, Twenty One Bridges. He made all the obviously. Black Panther and then the Infinity War movies, both of them, Infinity War and um, um, why am I blanking? <laughs> What's the movie? Um, Infinity War Endgame. and End Game. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> uh, and obviously Captain America, uh, Civil War, and then uh, The Five Bloods and like uh, there's a couple other movies that he made in this. He made all these movies during yeah. this time. And what's crazy too is that not only did he make all these movies, he did a lot of charity work. He yeah, a lot of kids in, in yeah. hospitals that were dealing with cancer as well, like he was, you know. And it, and it, I think it's very heroic of him to have done that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I said, it hit me like a ton of bricks because not only when I saw the headline, I'm like, oh, car accident. Well, it had to be something yeah, exactly. sudden, right? Like, what happened? And I'm like, what? Like, I, like no one knew that he was battling this, and you know, that's just like. Like, how can you keep any, we talked about, you know, privacy. Like, mm-hmm. how can you keep anything a secret these days? And especially something like that. Yeah. So everyone close to him, all his family, friends, whatever, nothing ever leaked of his health. Like none of that. It's just, it's kind of amazing in, in that sense, right? Where you just kept that to himself, battling it himself. And uh, unfortunately he, uh, he lost that battle. So um, I know he made a, a big impact with um, a lot of the comic book community, obviously, because, you know, his portrayal of Black Panther was amazing. I mean, it was so oh, yeah. good. So good. So. You know, he will be missed 100% right and, and even like you know where does the the franchise go with that now too because I, I hard to imagine that even Disney probably had any whereabouts or any any know of uh, what he was battling so mm-hmm. you know it's great it's a uh, it's a big loss I was like holy moly man this is out of nowhere I saw it on my phone I'm like what I'm in the middle of a conversation I'm like hold on <laughs> yeah I and, thought it was a uh, one of those hoaxes yeah yeah and then I look at it and I'm like oh it's confirmed by like actual like reputable you know outlets and then even his actual uh twitter confirmed it as well and yeah so there's been a lot of fan art some very good fan art uh, yeah really good stuff out there um but yeah man that's it definitely wakanda forever um anything else guys nope 
Hey, we're good. I think we're good. Yep. I think we're going to take a, uh, a trip to the computer store sometime this week. Yes, field trip Thursday. So we're going to take, <laughs> Danny is tell, really you can, excited. You're going to dox us like that and tell him where we're going? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to tell you where day. we're going. Um, but we're going to take a, a field trip to uh, get some PC parts. It's going to be fun. Danny's yeah. very excited. I'm excited too. Yeah. And we do have a little <laughs> a little treat that we're working on. Hopefully we'll have some details on it next week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it has to do with our uh, hitting us, our, hitting our milestone that we just recently hit. You know, we hit that uh, thousand downloads lifetime over the weekend. So again, thanks for everyone that's been listening to us ever since we started. We really appreciate it. And uh, please continue to do so. We're going to continue to keep uh, bringing you some good content if we can. Uh, luckily for us, the 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 nerd news never really stops there's always something going on so there's always something mm-hmm. for us to talk about and uh thanks for listening and we'll check you next week take care thank you for listening human